to the Live Debt Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Orm, and let's get talking about some Star Wars after we've had the business. You can follow the blog at mystarwarslifedebt.tk. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for My Star Wars Life Debt, and you can join in the group and the conversations. You can follow me on Twitter at bloodyorm, B-L-O-O-D-Y-O-R-M-E. You can find us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash mystarwarslifedebt. We've got a single tier of $1, and you get a bunch of... Uh, bunch of fun stuff, um, including exclusive videos and an exclusive podcast, um, and that's just for $1 a month. Um, you, if you don't want to sign up to Patreon, you don't want to join the Patreon, you can visit mystarslifedebt.bandcamp.com and pick up the uh, exclusive um, bonus podcast called uh, Life Debt Holiday Special. Uh, aka the breaking of a fan, um, where I watch uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special for the first and only time, and I do a live commentary and reaction to it. It's nearly two hours long, and it's all fun, fun stuff listening to me actually lose my mind. Um you can rate and review the podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Um, please do that. Uh, if you give us ratings and reviews, it allows more people to uh, see the podcast if they search for Star Wars or things like that. Um, you can also email the show and the blog at lifedebtpodcast at outlook.com. Uh, so yes, if you... You can send emails and voicemails to that, and you could get on the show. And if you are a member of Anchor.fm, uh, you can also leave a voicemail for the show on the app, through uh, on the Anchor.fm app. So yes, please, please, please get in touch. Uh, I'd love to hear from you all. Um, so that's it for the business. So, let's take a trip to the collection corner. Um, I've been meaning to do this one for the last uh, few episodes, and I kept forgetting. Um, but not long back, a couple of weeks ago, I um, I struck it lucky on an Amazon warehouse deal. Um, I got a £10 off um, Yoda's Hut Lego set. So, down from £26 to uh, £16, uh, which was a fantastic deal. Um, the review will be up uh, in a couple of weeks' time on the blog, um, but very quickly, it's a nice little set, um, a fun little build um, with a, a few nice play features, but it's if you're going to buy it, buy it reduced. Uh, it For me, it doesn't feel worth the £26 uh, price tag, um, but I, th I think it would have been nice to come in a set with an X-Wing, um, but of course we've just had the uh, the latest version of the original trilogy X-Wing, so they're not going to kind of package, do a package deal, but it just kind of feels like, I'd liked it to be a bit bigger maybe, um, have a bit more stuff going on on the interior of the of the set, um, yeah, I just I just felt a little disappointed by it. 
So, um, so yeah, but it is a nice build. Um, but if you can't, if you're gonna get it, just wait till it's been reduced a bit. So, um, so yeah, there we go. That's the uh, that's this week's trip to the collection corner. Um, so we've had uh, no title announced for episode nine. I've got a feeling that we will. We're not going to get it probably until celebration at this point now. Um, you know, I say that I could be wrong. It could actually be announced first thing in the morning, but I doubt it. Yeah, I don't see it happening uh, now. So um, yeah, let's uh, let's just hold out on that one. Definitely a celebration thing, uh, but if we get it earlier, that would be cool. Um, so not a lot really. Uh, we've got a book announcement. Um, Dark Horse is publishing the art of Star Wars Rebels. Now, I like the art of books. I don't. I've got a couple of them. Uh, I don't really rush out to buy them. I, I like to pick them up every now and again. Um, but Art of Rebels, I'm really intrigued by. Like I love the I love like Dave Filoni's artwork and his designs and his character sketches. So I might just have to pick it up for that. Um, the some of the art that they've announced for it, or they've like kind of released, is the art that came on the um, two pack of the three and three quarter inch Vader and Ahsoka figures. Now I bought them because those were nice looking three and three quarter inch figures. Um, I love the stylized Vader, and I've never had an Ahsoka figure, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to get an Ahsoka. Um, uh, but the art on that was just fantastic, and I re and I, I they've it basically got like that. That's coming in the um, in the book, so I kind of like I'm like, oh, you know, I really love that. What else is there going to be in there? So I'm really tempted to pick that up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've got the Art of Force Awakens and I've got the Art of the Last Jedi. No, no, not Last Jedi, Rogue One. And kind of, I love going through them and just seeing, like, the evolution of designs. Like, how they get to, like, how they got to Kylo Ren's mask in A Force Awakens. You know, the amount of designs that they did for him and his outfit, it's just insane. And I think what we see in that book is only a handful of what we've got. Um, so, definitely worth picking up, I think, when it comes out. Um, so, yeah, there was a, there was that. Oh, God, what else has happened this week? I've not been able to see the new episode of Rebels. I was going to watch it, uh, not Rebels, Resistance. I was actually going to watch that tonight. Um, and when I went to... Uh, access it using the Amazon Fire Stick. Um, I found out that my my Amazon Fire remote is broken, so um, I tried changing the batteries and everything, and it just didn't work out. <laughs> uh, it went a bit wrong, so um, yeah, I'm gonna have to get a new one and get that all sorted out so I can watch uh, Resistance because I'm pretty gutted that I've not been able to catch up. Um, I've just not had the time uh, the last few evenings, so, uh, well, I say I haven't had the time. I've actually just been playing Borderlands on Xbox One. Um, don't know why I lied. I've been playing Borderlands. 
Um, I'm waiting uh, for uh, the end of this week when um, Star Wars Jedi Academy, which was Jedi Knight 3, um, that's coming on Games of Gold. So I'm just waiting on that one. Um, so uh, I've played it before. I've played it on um, PC and I got it on my Mac as well. Um, but I've never finished it. Uh, I don't really get along with PC games. Um, so I'm hoping that I can get along with it more on, uh, um, on the Xbox. Um, but from what I remember, it wasn't great. I think there was more focus on f doing flashy lightsaber moves than there was on story. Um, apart from, you know, URA Apprentice at Luke's. Um, Jedi Academy and your Kyle Katarn's uh, Padawan um, who was the main character in Dark Forces, Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight, Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast um, was it just Jedi Knight 2 Outcast no it was Jedi Outcast um, I mean I never I've played a little bit of Dark Forces I've played Jedi Knight um the first Jedi Knight game a few times played it through quite a few times um, and I love that game that was probably like my go-to Star Wars game um, in the 90s and 2000s um, it was it was that and Rogue Squadron really I mean crikey those were two really good games um, so yeah uh, Jedi Outcast I got on um, on my GameCube it was made available on GameCube, and I so I got it on my GameCube. I think I finished it. Uh, that was a fun game, bit tough, um, or maybe I just didn't realise I was playing it on a hard setting. Oh well. Um, but yeah, I bought that uh, one year around my birthday. That was quite a fun, fun one to get. Um, but yeah, Jedi, Jedi Knight Three. I was really kind of. I remember being a little disappointed by it, but. Maybe playing it again, I'll uh, have a bit more appreciation for it and um, see where it goes. So I'll be playing some of that very soon. Uh, I've been um, listening to uh, quite a few podcasts recently. Um, surprise. And um, so I've got a couple of couple I would like to really mention. A really good podcast that... Um, a uh, friend of the show, Anthony, or aka Rural Farmboy, um, he he um, he tagged me in a tweet uh, saying that I should listen to him. A podcast called Jammed Transmissions. Uh, so I gave him a list. I gave a couple of episodes a listen, and I really liked it. It was a brilliant show. Um, the hosts are just great. I think you know they're kind of similar age to me. And I really like everything they say, and I'm like, I'm like totally, totally in with them, uh, just about. Um, one of them, not so keen on the Last Jedi, but you know, well, I'll let it go. Um, no, it's like they, it's a really good show. Like they, they do a lot of good topics. Um, their upcoming show, which is recording this week, they're talking about Kanan, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna love that episode. Um, I've been kind of chatting to him a bit on the old Twitter. Uh, no, it's a, definitely a show that uh, I can 
highly recommend and um really think yeah if you like this show i think you'll like that show as well so give them a listen uh definitely uh have a look at them um and enjoy because you know they do some they do some good good content um and another podcast i listen to i think i've mentioned them before on the show it's called what the force podcast and i was listening to the latest episode today and they talk about similarities in star wars and hinduism and you know it wasn't something i ever really thought about uh before um but really there's like a lot of interesting stuff now i'm not going to i'm not going to kind of go into it because i i will not do it justice um with my uh own brand of you know bad descriptions so um but what i can say is it was really enlightening kind of talking about like the um like the chosen one so like so talking about anakin skywalker and they're able to kind of compare anakin and kylo ren through like the the like some of the myths in hinduism and i'm like oh that's insane and then it it, it it makes me kind of sit, sit there and think like did jj abrams kind of look into this stuff i mean a lot of star wars mythology comes from you know george lucas borrowed bits and pieces from kind of other from like religion and myths and legends and it has jj abrams continue did jj abrams and Lawrence kasdan continue that trend with force awakens um and something that really shocked me was it made me and my and my my stance on Raylo has been made very clear in the past. I'm not a fan of the uh, of the theory that Ray and Carly will get together. Now, what they were saying, what what the uh, what the what Marie Marie Claire Gould and Stephanie were talking about on the show really kind of made me somewhat change my opinion on Raylo. Um I'm I feel more open to it now. Um based on what they were talking about. Now I'm not like gonna be hardcore shipping them. I I still I if and this is a big if if JJ Abrams is actually you know, kind of following this Hinduism mythological arc with this trilogy, kind of like with his two films. And I think, you know, Ryan Johnson probably followed it as well, kind of looking at it. If they are following that, I will, I'm feeling a little more open to the notion of Rayleigh. Do I want them to be a couple? No, I believe they are connected. I do believe Ray and Kylo are connected in some way. I very, I'm firmly in the camp of, you know, they are two sides of the same coin. That doesn't mean that they should be in a uh, romantic relationship. I don't want to see them in a romantic relationship. But what I do want to see is those, there is their paths, their fate be entwined. Um, and I think that's where it's going to go. And if they follow this, the this this mythological arc, 
from Hinduism that it seems to be following, uh, then I would be a lot more open to a romantic future between the two of them, only if it works within that context. Um, but I'm not going to butcher what they say on the show, um, so please go out there and give um, what the Force, the latest episode of What the Force podcast a listen, because um, it was some very, it was a very interesting conversation between uh, the hosts um, and some of their other. I mean, I've listened to quite a few of their uh, back catalogue. I've listened, I've subscribed, been subscribed to them for probably about two, three months now. Uh, but I've gone back and listened to some of their older stuff, and they, you know, on the show they have a lot of really good, interesting conversations about Star Wars, how it fits in with mythology, um, how like they they do real deep dives into the music. And, like, in one episode, they mentioned that, um, in the scene where Ray and Kylo touch hands in the hut, um, very, very, very faintly in the soundtrack, now you have to, like, be re-listening for it, you've got to have, like, the music turned right up to hear it, um, they actually play a few noticeable notes from Across the Stars. But you've got to be really listening hard to hear it. But just like kind of, it's like hearing like these subtleties that uh, John Williams is putting into the scores. I'm like, that's insane! Like it's to the point where pe where people will probably won't hear it, yet it's there. And I'm like, that's brilliant. And you know, I always kind of, I come out from every episode that I listen to feeling a little more enlightened to stuff about. Star Wars, so definitely give uh, What The Force Podcast a listen, because it's a damn good show. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut the episode short now, I'm going to end the episode now, um, and after the uh, outro, I'm going to have a spoiler section. Um, because there was uh, some episode 9 leaked images. Um, and I'm going to talk about them. That's probably why I've been a bit like flummoxed because I'm like, I want to talk about this, but I can't. Uh, so once we've done the outro, once the outro music, hang around and the uh, spoiler section will uh, come on. And that'll be me talking about some of my thoughts on the leaked images uh, from episode 9. So before I go, uh, I would like to have a bit of a shout out to um, Peter J. Viox, Peter J. Viox, uh, who has signed up to Patreon. Uh, he's our latest Patreon member. He's also one of the hosts of Jam Transmissions, um, the podcast I was talking about earlier. Um, and I'm very, very, very thankful uh, that uh, not only does he listen to the show, does a fellow Star Wars podcaster listen to the show, but he likes the show enough to contribute to it. Um, so thank you, Peter. Uh, it's very much appreciated. And um, I hope that you continue to enjoy the content that I am producing. Um, 
So without further ado, I'll just jump into some farewell business. Remember, you can visit the blog at mystyleslifedebt.tk. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for My Styles Life Debt and you can join the group that way. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at bloodyom, B-L-O-O-D-Y-O-R-M-E. You can join us on Patreon. Uh, So just visit patreon.com forward slash mystylesdebt and sign up to our $1 tier and get videos and exclusive videos, exclusive podcasts, access to premium episodes like the holiday special, aka um, the breaking of a fan, early access to uh, all regular Monday and Friday blog posts, and uh, I'm sure in the future many, many more things. Um, if you don't want to sign to Patreon but you want to hear the uh, holiday special, aka the breaking of a fan, um, then you can visit mystarwaslifedebt.bandcamp.com and buy it through there for the low, low price of £1. So that's just over a dollar. Um, please rate and review the show. The more rate, uh, ratings and reviews we get, the, uh, the more people will get to see the podcast and hopefully get more listeners. And more listeners equals fun, fun times. Uh, remember, you can email the show at lifedebtpodcast at outlook.com and you can also leave us a voicemail through the email and if you have got the anchor.fm app you can leave us voicemail through that as well and so without further ado i will just remind you that after the outro music the uh, spoiler section will begin and with that i will say Punch it chewy. So last uh, Friday night, Saturday morning, um, someone on Reddit uh, leaked. Uh, a number of concept art and reference pictures for uh, Star Wars Episode Nine, and it was picked up by Jason Ward at MakingStarWars.net, and um, yeah, so we've got a first look at some new characters, some new costumes for old characters, um, some pretty uninspired costumes for old characters as well. Um, so I'm just going to kind of take some highlights from them and some lowlights. Uh, so we finally get to see who, well we don't get to, we don't get a name, but we get to see the uniform worn by Richard E. Grant's character, and he's a First Order officer. I'm not surprised. He's a, he's a British actor, um, with good acting chops, and, you know, it doesn't shock me that he's playing a high-ranking First Order officer. Uh, We also get to see Dominic Monaghan, and his character is a resistance officer. He wears a very, almost, it feels like regulation. Regulation? 
or just a general uh, resistance outfit. Um, so, again, not very inspired, but we don't know who the character is. So, you know, the costume doesn't make the character. The costume is what the character wears. Uh, it's the actor that makes the character. It's the actor that makes the character, and the writing that makes the character, not the costume. The costume is there to, essentially, for these two characters to indicate which side they're on. Um, we get to see a few aliens, either concept or the uh, or the yeah, the the finished and unfinished costumes, and I've got to say, some of those look pretty cool. Um, we've got another Moncal. Uh, looks a bit younger than Akbar and Radis, so uh, we know that the Moncal will be involved in some way. Um, the first and the last pictures of the aliens. I like the look of the first one. Uh, it kind of looks like something out of like a Jim Henson movie. Um, and that'll be pretty cool. Uh, some of the concept art looks really interesting of the aliens as well, and we've got a resistant alien pilot. Which looked pretty, uh, looked pretty badass. Um, we've we see Kylo's outfit. Um, yeah, basically it looks the same except he's wearing a hooded cloak, and you can't really see the details of the mask other than it looks a little bit messed up. Disappointing. But we do get a concept art of the final helmet. It looks like Kylo's helmet. Just slightly more banged up. With some red lines. I'm feeling disappointed by it. I'm sure when we see it on screen, it will be different. But right this second, I just feel... Like it's uninspired. And I feel the same about Ray's costume. Ray's costume that we see basically looks like she's bleached her outfit from The Force Awakens. Um, and I'm like, really? There's just nothing inspiring about that. Like, Ray's costume changes through from like the beginning of Force Awakens to the end of The Last Jedi shows the evolution of her character. And to have her going back into kind of like desert, the desert outfit. Now I know that they end up, I know that all the characters end up um, on a desert planet, which was shot in Jordan. But could they not have come up with something a little different for her to wear on that planet? Like we see her go from the, the desert scavenger outfit to... The outfit that she wears when she leaves uh, when she leaves the car at the end of Force Awakens, and she wears that through till the middle of the Last Jedi, and then she's wearing like the very Jedi-looking outfit at the end, like kind of the last half of the Last Jedi, and it just shows an evolution of her character. It feels like a step back to go back to you know like the the Desert Scavenger outfit. Um, I, I kind of feel it, like I said, it's uninspired, in my opinion. Um, and I'm hoping that, you know, if she does wear that in the film, 
because I mean these are just reference pictures they this might not be the finished costume um this might not even be the actual costume it could just be a concept that they've tried with her um but yeah if it does show up in the film I do hope that it's worth it really um I'm not saying that it's making me not look forward to the film I'm looking forward to the film so much um I just like I like to see the evolution of the characters through the costume. I mean, just look at Luke in the whole of the original trilogy. You know, each of those costume changes shows that his character evolving. Um, you know, from his farm boy um, outfit to like the rebel hero outfit, and then you know he's wearing his rebel uh, commander outfit. You know, and then he's training and he's training on Dagobah, so he's wearing like the training outfit you know then he goes to the confrontation with Vader and he's wearing like he's wearing he's back in his like his rebel um outfit he's in a different rebel outfit but you know it's and then you see him go from go from that to like the Jedi outfit that he wears in Return of the Jedi you know there's an evolution of his character and it's seen in his costume he doesn't go back it continues to go forwards. So I'm feeling, and I'm feeling this for Kylo as well. Both of their characters are taking step. It feels like the costume-wise they're taking step back. Kylo's the supreme leader of the First Order. Does he really need, is he, should, is he really needing to be wearing the same clothes that he wore pretty much in The Last Jedi? Like the time jump alone kind of would warrant an, a different outfit maybe. <laughs> Unless, like, I mean, there's there's hundreds of reasons he could possibly wear in the mask for. Maybe he has to wear, he wears the mask around the Knights of Ren. He, maybe he wears the mask as a tool to incite fear into the, like, into the members of the First Order. You know, maybe we'll see him not wearing the helmet a lot in the film, but he wears the helmet in important moments that require the helmet. We don't know, but just based on the images, I'm like, oh, I'm not so keen on some of these costumes. The one costume I am, I do like, and I think that's a re it's a really kind of interesting look for the character, is Poe's adventure gear. Um, it reminds me of Brendan Fraser in The Mummy, um, but it kind of highlights that, you know, he's... He's not the resistance hero, you know, who, that he kind of, his outfit in um, The Last Jedi kind of screamed resistance hero, um, apart from his, uh, you know, you know, when he's wearing his flight suit, it's different, but, you know, we're not seeing him in his flight suit yet, um, so it makes me wonder if there's going to be a lot more ground battles in the film as opposed to aerial dogfighting um you know the resistance is pretty decimated you know unless they've gotten like unless like people have been stashing loads of x-wings for them i've got a feeling we're going to see a lot more fighting on the ground which is cool um and maybe poe is leading that um in his adventure gear i like the adventure gear it suits him and it's just a fun change to the character, you know, 
it, it looks more guerrilla warfare style than, you know, hey, I'm a member of the resistance. We may not have a lot of, uh, we not, may not have a lot, but I'm a hero here. So yeah, I just like it. Um, another uh, highlight of the leak was the interesting looking droid that uh, will be annoying BB-8, supposedly, according to the write-up. Um, it looks like a ball with a megaphone on it. It kind of reminds me of, I don't know if anyone has ever seen Red Dwarf, it kind of looks like a slightly Star Wars version of the Scuttlers, or Scutters from <laughs> Red Dwarf. Um, but uh, that could just be me. Um, but no, I'll, I'm I'm intrigued by what we've seen. Um not surprised with a few th couple of things quite surprised by some others um but with no trailer and no uh title it's nice to get something that we can as fans sink our teeth into so thank you uh Jason Ward for uh for sharing that with the world uh after finding it on Reddit so yes, there we go. That's it for the spoiler section. Um, and uh, I'll say it one more time just to end the show. Punch it chewy.